But I need to be smoking. I don't know something. Oh damn, we're on air. Hey, it's the Great Debate Show. Yo, 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 yo. Let's go. Listening to um some old J two D A D O N J two the Don, the birthday boy. He's a his music is available on all music platforms. Happy. That's right. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, happy birthday to J2 The Don. That music is what you're listening to right now from J2 The Don. It's available on all music platforms Spotify, Apple, Music, Title, also YouTube. That's J2 D A D O N. Check out Lil Egypt Baby 1 and Lil Egypt Baby 2 if you're looking for something new to listen to, something different. That's Southern Soul. All right, guys. Week 10 of the NFL. Man, 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 man. It was, it was a hell of a week. Um, we got we to gotta get into it. And we're going to start off right now before we talk about anything else with all of these teams going back and forth in this week-to-week league. Terrence Smith, Nick Ely, I want to ask y'all, who is the best team in the NFL? First of all, how are y'all doing? And then y'all can go ahead and just tell me what you think after that. One team and one team only. Who, how y'all doing, guys? I can't hear it. I'm, I'm oh, there you go. There you go. Head, okay. <laughs> I, mean, I thought something was I, wrong with my head. I, I, I am good. You know, I, uh, Ravens are coming off a loss, but I, I'm, I'm still fine. I, it was nothing I didn't expect, so it's cool. And and losing to the Browns defense is not the worst thing in the world, so I'm good. I'm also doing fantastic. It was a very, uh, very calm weekend for me. Um, you know, I was more interested in Saturday in the off chance that Ole Miss actually was able to make the game against Georgia competitive. That shit didn't happen. Um, <laughs> Sunday, I was just mad that I lost my parlay. Um, and, you know, Terrence's team was kind of at fault for that. <laughs> um, they didn't, they didn't really. No, you were at fault for that. I told you, I told you not to trust them. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, Oh, that's why we didn't get to get a piece of cake this week, so we don't know. A few minutes that they're the best team in the league, but they couldn't. They could help me with my parlay. Um, so you know, we'll we'll deal with that. Uh, but you know, as far as as an Eagles fan, doing fantastic. Okay, guys. So who's the best team in the NFL after watching everything we saw? Ten weeks of football. It's been week to week. Very a lot of inconsistencies from some. The Eagles and the Chiefs didn't play. Nobody thinks the Dolphins are the best anymore after the way they lost their last game. But, hey, sometimes we'll forget. You know what? It's those teams that didn't play. It's on y'all, though. Who's the best team in the league right now? Philadelphia Eagles are the only one-loss team in football. We've got we got the guy that's probably the league candidate for MVP. He's certainly in the top three conversation. Uh, we've got a guy that's playing like the best receiver in football and has been for the last six, seven weeks, give or take. We've got uh, the best pass rusher D-line in the league. Uh, we've got the only unstoppable play in football. We've got a great head coach. Uh, we've got a solid running game between our quarterback and our running backs. 
we've got some weaknesses in the secondary. We've had some games that, that because of those weaknesses have become more interesting than maybe they otherwise should have been, but we've only lost one of them out of nine. Eagles are the best team in the league. I'll let y'all have it. Go ahead, team. Jarvis, you want to counter them? You want to counter them with your... I just, I mean, look, okay, they, they, look, the Eagles secondary, it's not, what did you say, Nick, about your secondary? You, you, you're struggling a little bit? Is that what you said? Yeah, we've had some, we, we got some weaknesses. We've had some injuries there as well. We got some guys coming back that'll be available for this Chiefs game next week. So there's that. Um, another another week for Kevin Byer to get uh, acclimated to the system. We'll be fine. Not yeah, about it. yeah, I forget about Kevin Byard. I forget he, he's, he's, a, he's a decent asset to... Uh, to bring to your team, but I mean, he is, he's, he's kind of aging. He's not the same Kevin Byer that he once was. Nobody ever thought he was a top safety in the league, even when he was in his prime as a Titan. But I definitely thought he was, I thought he was underrated. Um, some well, years, he's not a top safety, not top what? In the league. I don't think anybody ever said he was a top safety in the league. I don't think I've ever top heard what? anybody say it. Top three, top five, top seven, top what? Oh, no, no, no. Like, he was, he was top five. Top top five. I would say top five. He was top five. He was, he, was, he was paid like he was. I'm not saying he wasn't. I said I didn't hear a lot of people ever say he was a top five or top three safety. I didn't. I didn't really hear it. Top, top, top three may have been pushing it, but he was top five. At some point, I think he was. But it was a short period of time because he seemed to be very inconsistent. At least that's what I hear from yeah. Titan fans. He was good, but he was inconsistent at times. He dealt with some injuries. He's he's pretty good. But I don't know if you're going to get that Kevin Byard, though, that we're speaking about. And I think the secondary is not just struggling a little bit. I think it's trash. I think it's trash because it's gotten older and it's slower. And I mean, when I talk about Bradbury and Slay, um, I'm surprised one of them didn't get traded. I bet you they were on the phone, on the phone with Denver. But Denver just did not give up anybody. They really stood on what they said. No Judy, no Sutton, no Sutton, no no Sertain. And I'm sure Sertain was on the – I'm sure it was the topic of the discussion with the Eagles, the 49ers. I know the 49ers called. They called for Sertain. They called for Jalen Johnson in Chicago. They tried to get a corner. And they said, damn. They crapped out. And they said, well, you know, what helps the secondary a little better? A little bit more pass rush. And so that's what they got with Chase Young. You guys weren't able to get anybody. And I think it was mainly because <clears throat> some of these owners and general managers probably feel like somebody gave you all too damn much in the first place. That's how you got to the Super Bowl. And I I'm, I tip my hat to whoever those general managers who said, man, we're not the Titans, bro. We're not just going to give you a motherfucking ride to the Super Bowl. And I appreciate that. But because you didn't get that, Nick, I think that is what's going to hurt you from getting all the way. That offense is still probably, yes, it is the best in the league, without a doubt. But we all know that he lost the Super Bowl last year, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. They did their part on offense. But what happened on the other side? The defense couldn't get a stop when it needed to. Whether it was a PR hold or not, the other offense came on the field. They scored. They won the game. Offense didn't mean a thing. Now, offense means a lot when it comes to winning championships. But that defense was nasty last year. It's the reason why my team missed the Super Bowl. It was nasty. Reddick is still a fool. He's every damn where. But other than that front four, five, seven, or whatever you want to call it, that secondary is going to give you guys problems. It's going to keep teams in games that shouldn't belong in them. 
And that's going to be the moment where what if Jalen Hurts fumbles the ball? Because he kind of does do that in some of the most worst times. Not saying that, hey, he shouldn't be an MVP candidate, but he will turn the ball over. And a lot of times it's like, damn, what were you doing? But what's amazing about it is he will fumble. You can pick it up, scoop it back to the end zone, run it back, and he'll come right back and he'll go on an 80-yard drive. Just like he didn't do it. I love that about him. That He's the man. I'm just saying on the other side, on that back end, I don't know about y'all being the best in the league, Nick, because of that right there. I'm going to say the best team in the league right now. Um, It's really hard to say, guys, because, damn, one minute they're, one minute the team looks like this, and the next minute it's like, eh. Uh, but honestly, I, I got to be biased here. When we're top-heavy, even though we are top-heavy, when we're healthy, I don't think the San Francisco 49ers are going to lose to anybody when the playoffs start. And what's the little thing, the time, you know, you, you, the sand, what was the little hourglass with the sand you turn it around and you look. As soon as you sit that down on the table and you start to watch that sand fall, time is ticking. Tick, top. Nobody's gonna beat Jarvis. Nobody's gonna beat the 49ers, I don't think, when that time comes. Can I ask you a question? Yes. What was the Niners' problem in the NFC Championship game last year? The offensive line could not protect. What did y'all do to address that problem? Not a damn thing. For what reason will you not have that problem again this year in the playoffs? Well, I'll say this. Even though I have complained about that offensive line. Because you're going to have to come to Philly, keep in mind. Maybe. More than likely. Maybe. But I just got the funniest feeling it's not going to end like that this time. I think Detroit may be the team that will come to Philly and knock you out. And it'll be it'll be the surprise punch that you'll be like, whoa, nobody saw that coming. The Lions are in position to upset somebody. They're there for a reason. They're not there to be number two, number three in the NFC, uh, you know, uh, go to the NFC championship game and lose. No, they're there to make somebody that you think is going to be at the very end disappear. And they can do it because nobody's stopping them right now. I don't think we would see the Lions until the NFC championship game. I think they're going to end up being number two seed. That, it just looks like that right now, Nick. That, it just looks like that right now. It's set, they're, they're seven and two. We still got eight more weeks. I'm serious. They, I'm telling you, don't don't look into what's going on right now. Just like when we get to talking about the Baltimore Ravens, I'll explain more. Okay, they're seven and two, but no, they're gonna beat somebody. Maybe it's not the Eagles. Maybe it's Dallas, but they're gonna beat somebody that they're probably like, damn, I know they're good, but I didn't know they were gonna really show up in the playoffs, and that's what they're gonna do. That's just my opinion. Now, if we come to Philly. It is what it is. We'll come to Philly and we'll beat them. But I got to say this. The reason why I'm not going to talk about the O-line so much, though, Nick, is because, you know what? I saw uh, somebody on that offensive line on Sunday for the first time this season. I don't know if I can pronounce his name correctly. I don't know his first name. Maybe it's John Feliciano. Feliciano is our backup left guard. And he played yesterday to fill in, on Sunday, I mean, to fill in for uh, um, Aaron Banks. And that's been a pretty good guard that we've had. The left side has been pretty, pretty good. But we didn't know if we were going to get Trent Williams back, and we didn't know what was going to happen with this left guard who 
according to PFF, his numbers are terrible. I mean, damn. So I'm looking at that. Man, that brother looked better than the guy that he replaced yesterday on Sunday. I'm not going to lie. I mean, everything looked stout. Everything, you know, we held up. Now, again, that's the Jaguars. Maybe the Jaguars front seven, the front four isn't. You know, I know they're not you all, Nick. They're definitely not the Eagles. No doubt about yeah, it. I but the Niners are going to see the Eagles, remember, in December. And so we'll get a we'll get a, a little taste on if we're ready for that, you know, to win that battle in the trenches or not. And, if, and I would say if we... If we're not, if it still doesn't look like we're ready, we're really cut for the Eagles in the trenches, they're going to have to do something. They'll make a move. They'll sign. They'll make a late signing. They'll, you know, bring somebody into the, um, uh, well, maybe maybe activate somebody from the practice squad. I'm not sure. They'll make a move, and they'll do something if need be. But don't be surprised if we see you all in December and we actually kind of, you know, like, Take care of you. You kind of handle that defense like it's nothing. I mean, I don't know. Don't be surprised. I mean, they just—they they have progressed as the season has progressed. The right tackle has gotten better. Uh, Colton McKivitz. It's to the point now where I'm not even really tripping about him anymore. He's better than McGlinchey. He's doing better. Uh, it's just the running. They're stopping. They've been—they've been so so uh, key into uh, stopping the running game, and they know if they stop the running game, it's like. All right, we've got Shanahan. We've got we've got him figured out now. That's it. But I'm telling you guys, they'll find a way to make it look like they're better than them and by doing this or by doing that because I don't think this shit real. So I'm just telling you, from what I see, the Niners are the best team when Steve Wilkes says, I'm not going to zone all these corners. I'm going to play a little bit more press man coverage. I'm going to make the quarterback hold the ball another second or two. And now, guess what? There's the pass rush. Oh, wow. That was so – he could have did that in the booth. But, no, he also came down to the sideline. He communicated with Fred Warner and those guys a little bit more. And now, what do you what do you know? He made an adjustment. He made an adjustment by benching Isaiah Oliver, who I talked about in last week's episode. He's not playing the nickel corner anymore. He brought in Amory Thomas, somebody that I had been saying, where is he at? Why is he not playing? He didn't look bad in 2021. He moved him to the outside as the, as the number two corner, and he moved the number two corner, Diamond Illinois, and slid him in the slot. It was brilliant, and I called that shit, and he did it. And Chase Young. Not, not, not to cut either one of you guys off, but I, yeah. I, do, have to, uh, I do have to interject a little bit. Okay. Uh, if the question is who the best team in the league is, and then y'all know I don't do this, so I, this is not me trying to just fit in. You know, I'm not a fit inner, <laughs> uh, but I'm going to roll with my Ravens actually. And th- this is even I saw so many things in the loss that I really appreciated. What I didn't like about the loss, and I'll address that first, was play calling late in the game. Uh, you got Miles Garrett over there, and. Cleveland offense with, with Deshaun Watson, they're a lot better, but they're still not great. You make that offense beat you, but you don't you don't put yourself in a position to even throw a pick six. So that's that's where I'm. I'm and, I was, and that's not me taking the blame away from Lamar, uh, but that is me saying, hey, as as a unit, we just have to be smarter at the end of games, and that's how we always blow these leads. But from what I saw, the pass rush uh, has gotten exponentially better. Uh, and they lead the league in sacks this year, not the Eagles. It's uh, not the Eagles. It's not. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, but what I also saw was I saw a level of explosiveness uh, from the running back position because we know that 
uh, uh, J.K. went out first game of the season. That was something that we were lacking. I I, I love uh, I love Gus, but Gus ain't fast. Gus, hey, if you if you need that one or two yards, Gus the bus will get you in there. But from uh, you know if if you're on the on the other teams, if you're in the twenty, and you got to get you know to the end zone. Hey, listen, we have got a guy over there now. I think it's Keith. And if 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 he hits a hole, he is going to the house. Mm. Uh, that in the backfield with Lamar, and now it seems that now OBJ has all of a sudden remembered how to get in the end zone. Yeah, and he's throwing the deuces at people, which Tyreek Hill wasn't a fan of. He's throwing the deuces at people. <laughs> he told me so they find the people for that. They are finding people for that. Yes, they are. They're finding people for everything, but definitely yeah. deuces. So what I what I'm seeing is, is what I'm seeing is that team is be becoming so what supposed to be offensively, and I think that that team being explosive is something that the league has really never seen. Um, so I'm going to roll with my Ravens just because, and, and as good as they are, as I said a couple of weeks ago, they'll get better. Yeah, they have not reached their final form at all. Um, and listen, losing to the Browns defense is not the worst thing in the world. Losing to Pittsburgh's defense is not the worst thing in the world. Uh, you look at another team that's seven and three, and they could very well be ten and zero. Hmm. Should be, should be ten and zero. Not not could be, should be ten and zero. Mm-hmm. Nick is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Nick, y'all should have lost. Yeah, y'all should have lost to the Cowboys, but that's a different. Story. Uh, we we, we would have, could have, should have, but somehow we. Yeah, that's game. okay. We'll hey, down. those would have, could have, should have. They typically show up at some point. Yeah. yeah. They typically show up at some point. It'd be very interesting if you guys. If, I, I, I tell you what, Nick. How about this? If you guys meet up with the Cowboys in the playoff, I got you a bottle for the Cowboys. Oh, right. oh, say less. I take that one. I'm gonna put that one on myself, buddy. Boy, yeah. hey. we gonna drink that one together. <laughs> now, just to, just so that, because you know I ain't no rich man, so just so we can uh, make the price difference work. One bottle of Don Julio versus two twelve packs of Sprite Zero. Whatever. Sounds fair to me. Having to pay it, so it's fine. <laughs> He's not even worried about paying it. The Cowboys had you guys beat. There was a uh, hand to the face that was clearly missed, and it, it cost the Cowboys. And listen, and, and Dak should have gotten in the end zone. Uh, out of bounds, and good, yeah, good play by you guys for. And the guy ran around a half yard short of the end zone, and, and that's a good, but that's a good play by you guys for tackling him short. You know, I'm not, I'm yeah, not man, by any means, but um, it did seem the referees were showing a little favoritism. None of my business. I don't want to get fined for saying that, <laughs> but I'm saying it to say, just as easy as you guys won that game, you could have lost. Just just as easy as my Ravens lost three games like that, they could have won. Because that first game uh, against the Colts, I think it was week two, uh, the referees were blatantly terrible. Okay. Well, teams that find a way to win close games are teams that are usually built to win championships. So, yeah, the Eagles do find ways. Last year, but yeah, go ahead and throw it. The Eagles do find they ways. They find a way to win more close games. They well, got Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, they're, they're that good. We're going to talk about that here in just a second. Yeah, find a way to beat the Chiefs. You know, if, you, you, if you're the best, find a way to beat them. Uh, so, okay, so no surprise. We're all going with our teams here as far as who's the best of the league. But, again, I, I'm not sure. I know I said that I was being a little biased. But, like, outside of what Nick said about us in the trenches, 
we we are close to being the best. Seriously. And again, we all make great arguments. I think we all make great arguments. Terrence just is what he was just alluding to. Hey, if these guys could very well be undefeated if they stop doing what they do, and that's just hey, we don't want to win. We changed our minds. Here, you you can get it. And and now and then they, they take their foot out the gas. That's what he said the Clippers did in the twenty twenty. Yeah. And, and, and then there's Knicks Eagles who, you know, like they're eight and one, but they probably could be six and three. But they find ways to win. So that does look like they are the best too. So we we have great arguments for our teams. I think we're all three of us are very, very lucky, I would say, uh, considering that, you know, we do this podcast and nobody doesn't have to have the sad face or just find a way to just okay, yeah, okay, um, Who's the worst team in the league right now? Okay, so I'm a Bears fan. Who cares, though? We're podcasting. Let's go. It's a great debate show. Right. You know, thank God there's no Bears on here because, like, we all get to – I mean, like, seriously, seriously. Yeah. But the whole season, every season here, we've been relevant. Our teams have been relevant since during this whole entirety of the great debate show, and it's great. And this year, I think it could be even better because Lamar Jackson, unless – Something happens and he's not playing again this December. He Terrence is going to be in the postseason too. Like he was there last year, but he really wasn't. You know, like they could they had a one that wild card game, yeah. But Terrence didn't get to talk much about the postseason because he didn't have his quarterback. If he has his quarterback, I think it's going to be very interesting. I think it could very well be the Niners and the Ravens. I think it could very well be the Eagles and the Ravens. Either way it goes, one of us, if not two of us, out of this show will probably be in the Super Bowl still standing. I think it's going to happen. Uh, we'll see. But, um, I hate to be guy. And I don't, think, it, be I don't, yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be Nick. I think Nick is going to be left out this time. You had your shot last year, bro. <laughs> That's it. But we'll see. We'll see. Guys, the Buffalo Bills lost on Monday Night Football to the Denver Broncos. And um, during the game, you once again, you can see the frustration from Steph Diggs. He's a diva, and he wants the ball. And when they're not winning, he really wants to ball and he's pissed. And um, he only got three catches, five targets, I believe. But, I mean, hey, man, Patrick Sertan was the man in front of him for the most part. The Broncos have a good defense. It was supposed to be good from week one. Took a while. But they're rolling here now. Two straight wins. They've beaten the, Bron- they've beaten the Chiefs. They've beaten the – who would think they beat Mahomes? And they beat Josh Allen in back-to-back weeks. Two straight, three straight wins now for the Broncos. And um, now at four and five, the Bills at five and five now. Josh Allen proving proving me right every week that he's a poor man version of Cam Newton. But he's also, when it comes to throwing the ball, he's Brett Favre 2.0. Either way it goes, I know Favre had one ring. Josh Allen doesn't have that, but... Man, it's not looking good in Buffalo. So the tweet that Stephon Diggs' brother Trey Diggs tweeted was that, man, my brother Steph got to get up out of there. He was tweeting this during the game, saying his brother needs to get the hell out of Buffalo. Stephen A. Smith, early in the season, and I had talked about it as well, about all of the turmoil that I was hearing about during training camp and how they said it's water under the bridge, and I'm like, I don't buy it. Something's still wrong with these guys. And they just keep sweeping it under the rug. Stephen A. came out early in the season and said he had heard from some credible sources that Diggs 
time in Buffalo was about up, and he needed to get the hell out of there, or he was about to get the hell up out of there. And we're still hearing all these whispers. Guys, what's going on with the Buffalo Bills? And is this the right thing to have out there in the public, what Stefan Diggs' brother tweeted? Let's go with the AFC guy first, Terrence. Yeah, I, I think what's going on with them is that they're losing. And and that to me that that is Buffalo's identity. Yeah. Even just throughout the course of a game, when everything goes right, they look great. They're the best team in the league. The ball is flying around. Josh Allen is out there and being a love child of John Elway and Brett Favre and Cam Newton, all rolled into some kind of little. I don't know. I don't like his smirk. But but anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, but when it's bad, we're having these discussions because. To his credit, I do think that Josh Allen covers up a lot of things for that offense. I don't think it's that great. I I, I think that Stephon Diggs makes a lot of doggone good plays, and everybody else just catches scramble balls. But if 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 he is just running the offense the way it is designed to run, I don't think it's that great. And honestly, I think that's part of why Dorsey got the can. Shout out to Ken Dorsey. Oh. Uh, yeah, I forgot, I'm sorry, I forgot uh, yeah, to mention about them firing those. I think that's the problem. They're losing, and a lot of those, a lot of those issues are coming to light now because they're losing. Yeah, fired the OC Ken Dorsey. Forgot to mention that. That was the breaking news earlier today. And um, was it the right firing, or should it have been a few more? Maybe that's the question I also should have asked. That, I, I, I'm pretty sure that's one of those situations where it's like, hey, McDermott. We don't like what's going on. Do something. And unfortunately, uh, Ken Dorsey was an easy target. Right. He'll get he'll get work somewhere else. Uh, but listen, the move, the big move is coming. If they don't make the playoffs, we know where McDermott's going. It's crazy how fast somewhere the honeymoon not, can somewhere end. Somewhere not named Buffalo. Right. It's crazy how fast the honeymoon can end. Um, yes. You know, we were having this conversation 12, 12 months ago. Uh, you know, McDermott was still one of those. You know, he was in the honeymoon phase with the Bills still, uh, to an extent there. But uh, I, I honestly, I don't think McDermott's the problem. I think it's time we have a, a real conversation about Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen had uh, a a burst of time where you know he looked like he he may be one of those guys, but it, it looks very much like he might be Carson Wentz. And as an Eagles fan, I have very, I'm very, very uh, intimate knowledge about how. That goes left very quickly. Um, God forbid there were a situation where uh, the the Bills were to draft somebody that seemed to give Carson give uh, Josh Allen some sort of competition at the quarterback position. Uh, that that can get very interesting and very toxic very quickly. Because uh, again, I, I you know obviously as an Eagles fan, I, I saw kind of what was going on with the Carson Wentz situation. Uh, more things have come out as of late. In regards to how Carson kind of was, uh, even the year that we actually won the Super Bowl, um, you know, of course he wasn't able to play <clears throat> the back end of that season with the torn ACL, and so um, that might be who Josh Allen is. Josh Allen might be might be the next Carson Wentz, the guy that hey he popped for a minute um, with a lot of athleticism and a strong arm and, and you know some playmaking stuff, but when it comes down to it, he just turns the ball over entirely too much. And uh, and his team is, is not able to continue to compensate for that. As Shannon Sharp said earlier, um, something that he's always held on to from when he was coached by Mike Shanahan: don't accept anything in a win that you wouldn't accept in the loss. And while Josh Allen has been, you know, having these turnovers in games that they won, it's 
oh, they found a way to win, and he's a gunslinger, and it's this, that, and the third, which that gunslinger title gets it's acquired for another reason um, that we can delve into if you guys like. I know exactly you know, what you mean. I think we all know where that's going. Um, but then, you know, when they start losing, all of a sudden everybody's up in arms. Uh, and so the thing about it is that's, that's who Josh Allen has always been. Um, it's somebody that is very prone to, to turning the ball over. Um, but you, you know, you kind of overlook it because of those pop plays. And they're not, they're coming, the, those plays are coming a lot fewer and far between than the turnovers are at this point. Okay, Nick, I, I do agree with you because, like, Josh Allen does deserve a lot of blame in what he's been doing in his turnovers. And when he's not turning the ball over, he looks like MVP again. When he's turning the ball over, it's like, who the hell is this guy? You know, and, and what is he doing here? What was he thinking? He tries to just do too much. He's my, Brett Favre. My only caveat for Josh Allen is that that Bill, Bill offense has absolutely no running back. But James, see, Cook ran, James Cook ran decently well, pretty, really, pretty well last night. Uh, he, I disagree. Man. Um, but as, as a general general rule, general statement, there's no running game to that Bill's offense. So there is a lot on his shoulders. I disagree. Um, he's, he's not carrying it well. I disagree with the run game. I think that run game is – I think it's pretty good, good enough. I think the problem is they don't run the ball enough. Who does that fall back on? The head coach. The offensive coordinator. The head coach can come over there and say, hey, man, we're going to run the ball some? Okay, so, hey, you fired the OC. But here's why Sean McDermott, I disagree, Nick, when you say you don't think it's him. I mean, every year since we've been talking about the Buffalo Bills and everybody's putting the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl, why are we putting the Bills in the Super Bowl every year? Well, the people that do it. Why? Their offense. When are we going to say, man, Sean McDermott's defense, boy, you better watch it. Kyle Shanahan is an offensive coach. But the first thing you think sometimes when you think 49ers is what? The defense. Mm-hmm. You're a head coach and you're a defensive guy. How in the hell are we not talking about your defense ever when we're predicting you all to be in the Super Bowl? I think it's simple. And again, that defense did look pretty damn good before some of these injuries hit. But what adjustments does he make? Or who's the defensive coordinator? Maybe he should be fired. I don't know. It's him. It's still him? Well, then that's it. The defensive coordinator took a year off, so it's McDermott. Well, then he, he – and he's, and we know he's not going to fire himself. But they will do it at the end of this season because the Bills are going to underachieve. As I kind of predicted, I'm not surprised. I said when we did our AFC North predictions, I wouldn't be surprised if all four teams in the AFC North made the postseason. I can definitely see that happening now because – the Dolphins may be the only team that comes out of the East now. While everybody was saying the East is so stacked, I'm like, really? The Patriots are going to be trash. Probably number one pick. That's facts. That's happening. Uh, and, and and again, the Jets, I wasn't quite sold on. As I was saying, I didn't know Aaron Rodgers was going to go down week one now. But I wasn't sold on them just shooting to the top and surpassing Buffalo and Miami. I wasn't sold on it. And uh, because I wasn't sold on the offense. Outside of Garrett Wilson, I still, who had a, a players meeting after their loss to the um, Raiders the other night. Yeah. He had a meeting with everybody in the locker room, and I don't know where that went or how that's going, but uh, they've got to get some wins here for Aaron Rodgers to come in. Good for him. Who, good for who now? Antonio Pierce. He, he, he's 
he's the interim head coach for the Raiders. And they won the yeah. last two since he took over. Yeah, that's right. Two straight wins for the Raiders. That is a good look. And that also says that McDaniels was just as bad as I thought he would be. But back to McDermott, I think McDermott is like, at some point, when are we going to hold you accountable for the defense never looking like a top five or a top three defense and like, this is it. They've already got the offense. Now they've got the D2. Put it together. They're going all the way. They've never done it. At some point, he has to be the reason why they beat the Kansas City Chiefs. He hadn't done that either. So I say, Sean McDermott, fired. I say, Brandon Staley over there with the Chargers, fired. Those are two head coaches slash defensive guys where I, especially the Chargers, where I don't see any, any defense at all. And the Chargers, yeah, they're much worse because they got names with big contracts that aren't doing anything. But I just wanted to say that I think there's a lot of more people to blame in Buffalo. Most of it is McDermott and what's his name? The quarterback, Josh Allen. Because you can't help that White is injured. I know you can't. Von Miller's back, though. I mean, what, what's going on? I'm just not seeing enough. I'm not seeing any changes, any adjustments. And I think if you make those adjustments like Steve Wilkes did, you will be like, you will see that, okay, this team is what I thought it was. They just they just need to just tool some things up, make a few changes, and boom. And I ain't seen that with Buffalo. The running game, I think, is better than what Nick gives the credit for. I just don't think they get enough attempts. That's just it. Uh, they throw the ball too much to not have open lanes for the running game. It's there. They just don't take it enough. And that's why the OC got fired. But that ain't enough. Buffalo will miss the postseason. And, um... Steph, Stephon Diggs will leave Buffalo. This will be his last year. And let, I'm going to make a, a wild, bold prediction that uh, Brian Dable somehow finds his way back to Buffalo as the head coach because that's what he needs, an offensive guy. This offense has really went from sugar to shit since Brian Dable left. This is two seasons now without him, and it's starting to show. OC fire. Brian Dable, how about you come back and you be the head coach? And Sean McDermott, I don't know. I don't know what to say about you. Uh, you're not going to get a head coaching job. Are willing to let Dable go? I don't know what his contract looks like, but I think looking over at Daniel Jones, they would have to twist his arm to get him out of there. I don't think he wanted him to get paid. I don't think he wanted that. I can see him making his way back to Buffalo somehow, some way. What about the Giants being desperate enough to say, hey, Let's let's do we do do would they trust Bill Belichick to bring him over to New York and start over? I don't know. Robert Kraft is not gonna allow him to I do think that. Probably more likely for the Giants is that they would trade Daniel Jones um, for whatever they could get they like to get for him, and then Nothing. draft one of the quarterbacks coming up. Nothing. They won't get anything for him. They won't get nothing for him. Not even a ham sandwich. Um, he was so you couldn't tell Brian Dable was so disappointed when Tyrod Taylor got hurt. He was. He did not want to have to go back to Daniel Jones. He'll be in a quarterback competition. And then he got hurt. Whatever quarterback they draft. Yeah. Caleb Williams or Michael Penix or whoever else. Right, right. Well, it's 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 not good in Buffalo right now though at all. And uh five and five, I don't think they're gonna get it together because looking at the remainder of the schedule, I'm not looking at it right now. But when I did, I was like, whoa. Maybe they are one of the best teams in the league if they can get out of this hole. But they've dug themselves a deep one. Uh, what else What else do we got here that we want to talk about from Week 10 in the NFL? Or what else has transpired uh, as far as who 
is starting to really like separate themselves. I think the reason why it's so wide open again this year is nobody has really done that. Even last year, you knew Philly was like, they're the best, and then we're right there behind you. This year is more of a, yeah, it's the Eagles. No, it could be the Niners. No, it's the Niners. No, it's the Eagles. What about the Cowboys, though? You know, it's 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 wide open in both conferences, NFC and AFC. So I think that that's a good thing. It's a very good thing for the league. Josh Dobbs and the Vikings are still winning football games. Um, here they are. Everything is a part-time astronaut. Like, what, what is going on? It's crazy. I'm so happy for the young brother, too, but that's crazy. This is crazy. Damn. I mean, oh, and Jameis Winston Nick came in the game and brought the Saints back, though, even though they didn't win. Derek Carr wasn't looking too good before he got hurt. And I heard that yeah. they, he got concussed and he re-injured his shoulder. So he's had some moments. I ain't going to just do him like that T, but no, he ain't looked like Nick said he was going to look like, come on, man. This is what Devontae wanted to go to the Raiders for to play with him. And this is what he was so upset for when he lost him. Like, and then he was stuck with Jimmy. I understand, but, and I don't know who that guy is now, but the Raiders aren't, the Raiders are showing you they're not as bad. I, I, bet, I bet if Devontae was in New Orleans, that team would look a lot different. Of course it would. Of course it would. But, I mean, damn, you're adding the best wide receiver in the league to a team that already has a top 10 defense, at least top 7, and you've got Michael Thomas still. You've got Olave. Michael who Thomas ain't good. Who he, does, he is not bad. He, he, he yeah, not bad. I, I, okay. But Olave is good. But Chris Olave is. Just go on and get rid of Michael Thomas because seems like the brother got some anger issues or something. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he's just, he's, just, he's I, I hate it for him, but he's just not the guy, he's not the guy, and he wasn't, I'm going to be honest, I thought he was overrated at the time when he was getting all the pub. I never thought he was that great. I mean, people people wrote him a lot because he, he catches a lot of slants, and he does catch a lot of fucking slants, and he's not even really able to do that anymore. Like, nobody, like, they're not, he's not getting the respect that allows him to have the space to make that slant as easy as it had been for him previously. I never thought he was all that great. I thought he was one of the better ones, but like the idea that he was in a top three receiver conversation was it just wasn't it wasn't really there to me. I guess statistically that it made sense for a minute, but it just it wasn't there for me. Um, and now he, he just he's not that guy anymore. Chris Olave is, is coming into his own for sure. He is, um, but I don't think he I don't think he's a true number one. Uh, I think if he you know I think he's a a. Maybe Devonte Smith level type receiver, um, where you know if he is your number one, you probably need to be finding a number one. But he's not a terrible number one. You you, you could do worse, and I, and I mean that lovingly because I, I love Devonte Smith. I love what he's done for our team. But I was very happy to have AJ Brown. I, I feel like Devonte is much better suited uh, for that number two spot. And I think it's the same for Chris Olave. I, I think if they had a Devonte Adams or a Justin Jefferson or or Stephon Diggs even, um, you know, on that Saints team, we look at them uh, a little differently. Yeah. Yeah, I, I won't I won't argue with you on any of that, Nick. I, I just, I, I'll I say this. I also want to talk to you about the Lions. Because okay. I was saying to you a minute, a little bit ago, that their, their record, is probably, they're probably going to be number two seed in the NFC. This is what they got left. They got the Bears at home. They got the Packers at home. They got to go to the Bears. They got the Lions at home. I mean, excuse me, they got the Broncos at home. 
They got to go to the Vikings, go to the Cowboys, and then the Vikings at home. Yeah, that sounds like number two to me. But I mean, I see two losses. Well, that means if well, that means if that happens though, then that means they're there just to hold up a spot, and they're going to lose immediately. They're going to be this year's Minnesota Vikings. I'm thinking if they can fall back to three or four, they're going to upset somebody. Somebody that you didn't expect them to do. Or like, oh, man, this just blows everything up now. Now the Niners are number one. If it's the Eagles they beat or if it's the Cowboys they beat, then I don't know. But if they're going to be number two, then, yeah, somebody like us is just probably going to go in there and just do them like lunch meat and get rid of them pretty quick. Um, Piece of cake. Piece of cake, maybe. Uh, they'll be the Vikings. They'll be last year's Vikings playoff team in my book. And they were a number two seed also. You got to watch those number two seeds yeah. in the NFC. That's what it would be if that happens. But I do like the Lions. But, man, they couldn't stop a nosebleed on Sunday against the Chargers. And the only reason why I won that parlay is because they got the ball last, was able to run the timeout and kick the field goal and make it, of course, to cover the two and a half. But the Chargers had their way offensively, and the Lions had their way offensively. The only thing about the Lions is they were scoring so fast, it seemed like their defense was on the field more because the Chargers had long, sustainable drives, and the Lions would hit like, Goff would hit one over the top here, he would hit another one, a crosser, and it would be uh, St. Brown running the thing about another 40, 45, and the next thing you know, the tight ends in the end zone. That was only like three or four plays. They are good. But defensively, they're still not there. So, yeah, if they're number two, Nick, that just means a team like... Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Go ahead and say it. No, not saying that. That just means a team like, I don't know, whoever four or five will be is going to go in there and they're going to beat them. That's just it when they play. No, the seventh seed probably wouldn't do it, but I don't know who the seventh seed would be. It could be the Minnesota Vikings, which would be a division game, and the Vikings would probably go in Detroit and thump them, or, or at least upset them. You know, I don't know how that'll work, but that's definitely who they will play the number seven seed. Whoever that number seven seed is, watch it, watch it. They'll probably I got get another it. one for you. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna start this one with Terrence because he's the AFC guy. Bengals lose to the Texans. Is that more about the Bengals not being who we thought they were, or are the Texans better than we thought they were? Bengals uh, were without, without, without T. They were without T. Higgins, so I give them that. I don't. I don't know if it's either one of those. I think that the Texans are. We know who they are now. They're a good team. Uh, this is not next year, the year after that, or the year after that. They're a good team right now. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if even if they don't win the division, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they still aren't in a playoff spot somewhere. Whether it's one of those, you know, wild card spots. Uh, and even with the Bengals, I think the Bengals are still a good team. So maybe maybe it says more about the Bengals, but I don't think it says necessarily that narrative. I just don't think they still quite have the magic they had last year and the year before that where they were able to get off the late starts and Burrow would get on incredible runs and just kind of make some things happen. I don't think they have the capability now of starting slow like they did and still being a, a top team by the end of it. Uh, a lot of those flaws that they've always had are still there, and I think they're just, they're just kind of worse because the offense isn't as consistent as it was uh, last year or the year before that towards the middle, middle towards the end of the season. 
now is a situation where they can't, you know, like Buffalo, they can't, they can't, they can't make those mistakes and, and keep playing. But also, Houston is just a good football team. They are. They are, no doubt about it. Houston is a good football team. I have said before that there's something about D'Amico Ryans. I think it's something special going to be about something special about him. This team, the league, everybody around the league loves him, just raves about him. And I'm like, man, he's going to be a winner eventually. I didn't know it was going to be this fast. But, man, they uh, definitely <laughs> they definitely could be. I'm just glad, we, I'm, I'm, I'm glad my Ravens played on week one. Yeah. Yeah, and couldn't you tell week one it was like for the first like three why quarters. Are we blowing these guys out. Yeah, why are we not blowing them out? Yeah, the first three quarters I was like, huh? huh? What's going on here? Yeah. That defense I is mean, good. Yeah. That defense is good. D'Amico Ryan, Jimmy Ward is over there, former former Niner. Uh we got a real big scuffle to start the game. Right out the wham. I mean, looked like they really Clay Thompson's jersey is, is torn apart. Uh, I don't know what I what I'll miss here. The the Warriors and the Timberwolves just tipped it off, and Draymond and Cat. Um, no, no, that's 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 Gobert, and uh, <laughs> um, yeah, they're gonna have to get Clay Thompson another jersey. But Rudy Gobert and Clay, I need to see some re- some highlights. I didn't mean to cut y'all off, but Steph is oh, Steph just <laughs> Steph just jumped out the bench like what the fuck, you know, like what did I what did I miss? I mean, it's zero to zero. We're ten minutes on the clock, and let's okay. Here's a replay. I just want to see if I can tell you what I saw. Clay is holding on to McDaniel's a little too long. McDaniel strips the jersey. They get the shoving. Draymond comes behind Gobert and puts him in a chokehold. He didn't see it. Oh wow! He didn't see it coming. Yeah, he caught him from behind. Gobert. I guess Gobert was about to come in, and he was coming pretty fast. And it like he was about to sling some of them things, and uh. He caught him before he got to throw them hands. And now the problem was um, Gobert. Let me let me get a little bit more. Look, Gobert is hot, boy. He is he is heated because nobody is trying to get Draymond off of him. It's just a bunch of people following the thing. Oh, man. They, they got heated really quick. Timberwolves and Warriors. Uh, Clay Thompson finally. He's out of the jersey. I guess somebody's going to get him another jersey. Um, yeah, him and McDaniel. That's how it started, though. Him and the, the forward for Minnesota. And he wasn't going, so he was just kind of tearing him apart as they were kind of throwing each other. And Draymond just wanted to just make the highlight, I guess. It had nothing to do with him. Did they, did, did they kick Clay Thompson out of the game? I'm about to find out. They hadn't done anything yet. But, I mean, you come and grab somebody and put them in a chokehold. Yeah, Draymond's probably gone. Dray- he, gone. He definitely should be gone. But remember, okay, guys, remember what I said. This is just one of those ways they're going to get some rest for those players without having to get put down. Hey, right. Draymond, go out there and start a fight and get kicked out. <laughs> we'll, we'll take care of the fine. Don't worry about it. We'll take care of the fine. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll get it back to you. If you probably 20000 we know you got it. Don't pay it. We'll, yeah, we'll, 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 put some, we'll put some incentives in your contract and give it back to you. Oh, he ain't putting incentives in shit. Hey, that's coming under the table. <laughs> Sliding that little... That little I can tell you right for, for what I see and, and by the time everybody hear this episode it's gone they're going to have the facts they're going to see the highlights probably uh, or at the same time but I can tell you now this ain't over with I think when they Draymond has not been tossed he's on the bench running his mouth right now it looks like they're going to start back play they're going to they're, they're, they're taking care of a cut or something on uh, Goldberg's chest or his neck 
uh, looked like he kind of got scratched or whatever from Draymond. And Draymond looked like he may want to just, like, knock the shit out of him when they get back on this court. I wouldn't let these guys... I wouldn't let these guys get back on the floor, but they're about to let them both get back on the floor and play, it looks like. I hadn't seen anything or anything. Nobody has ejected anyone yet. Uh, this is crazy. Well, not not if they letting them play. Maybe that's why they're going to let them play. I don't know, man. But it was just, it caught my attention. I had to say something because I'm like, whoa, <laughs> did, did, did somebody throw a blow? Now, usually nobody throws What's a blow. House on Draymond's under. If he got a early, he's getting thrown out of his game. Yeah, but it should have been right there. He got a man in a sleeper hole. Like and he didn't Gobert didn't see it coming. He was trying to make sure that uh his guy didn't get, you know, roughed up or whatever. McDaniels and the clay going at it and then Drake comes from out of nowhere behind him and just goes with the sleeper. And I mean, I hate we're not because I'm telling everybody, go bet Draymond's unders. He's getting thrown out. Carl Anthony Towns took too long for me. To finally get into that, like, get your hands away from his neck. Carl Anthony Towns, future warrior. He took too long to get in. He took too long to get in there. Draymond was literally back walking and talking to him while he's got him in a chogo. Like, what the hell? And he almost lost his feet, his footing. <laughs> I gotta go see this now. Yeah, Gobert lost his footing, so he really was trying to keep from falling. And at the same time, he's looking like, bro, you really serious, nigga? I mean, he looks stop, but that's crazy, man. Wow. Whew, showdown at the Chase Center right now. Okay, anyway, uh, good luck on your parlays too, guys. Uh, I know y'all probably got one out there. But, uh, yeah, anyway, I forgot. Who, what were y'all talking about? Yeah, if I look at this so bad, I don't have any. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Um, I mean, look, man, all I know is we think that our teams are the best in the league right now. We think the Bills are really, really, really in trouble. And, yes, it's been time to hit the panic button. They fired their O.C., here we go. Let's see what happens. Now, John Harbaugh done this before midseason with the Ravens. I can remember this back in 2012, and it worked because they went on to go to the Super Bowl and win it. Yeah. So it's not necessarily like the Bills are done, depending on who they're – I forgot who the guy is that they promoted to interim OC, but what if he knows what he's doing? Okay, Draymond is tossed. It looks like he's tossed. I'm about to say, like, it shouldn't have tucked that. Looks like Clay is going to get tossed too, and he's wanting to come back and talk. Um. Yeah, I think Clay and Draymond are tossed. And he put a new jersey on that was too tight, and now he's taking it off on the way out because he's not even gonna need it now. <laughs> this is hilarious. So go Bears at the free throw line, and um, man, I didn't know if Steph was playing or not. I think I actually put the Warriors on one of them, on one of my parlays, and if so, I'm screwed because with no Steph or Clay, the Timberwolves are about to cook. Right. Yeah, man, that's uh, that's just the way they're gonna get those guys on rest without putting them down as rest. Anyway, go ahead. All of that, for, all of that for that, man. Wow. So that's what it was. He didn't want to play Dre or Clay anyway. Huh? Let's just get a fight started. Yeah. Exactly what it seemed like, Terrence, because Clay was just like, "What are you doing? Let me go!" And he just kept grabbing him, and so that's how the scuffle started. Clay did start that. Clay started it, and you know, I guess Dre was trying to finish it and. Towns just took too long to get in there and do something, man. Like, definitely, it had, that, that's how you know all this stuff has to be scripted. Because when it's not scripted, some hands may get thrown. Okay, um, we we talked about the Detroit Lions. We talked about um, a little bit of Dobbs and the Vikings. The AFC is just everywhere, all over the place. The AFC North is so good. I don't know, man. I, I I'm, I'm I'm lost for words with um with what's going on right now. Uh, with with um 
Damn, who was I trying to say? Yeah. Yeah, I got it on now. That's crazy, man. It was crazy, though. But, uh, yeah, I was just like, they're not going to throw anybody? They finally did. It was Dre and Clay. They're out. But anyway, yeah. Um, McDaniels. McDaniels did get thrown out? Too. He shouldn't have, though. I mean, he what is he supposed to do? Just let him keep grabbing on his shirt? Because the only reason why he, he got ejected because Clay didn't have a jersey. But get off of me. And that's all he was trying to say, man, get off of me. And they had a little... They were just really just tugging on each other's jersey all the way to the midcourt. And anyway, uh, wow, what a what a what a what a night in the NBA! They got the in season tournament still going on, and um, the Clippers and the Nuggets are playing right now. 18-17 first quarter. <laughs> Chris Paul is just looking like what 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 the hell is going on here? Uh, yeah, but uh, NBA. Hey, shit, and uh, Wimbiana. How did He always tries to do that, it seems like. Hey, Chef and uh, Wim- Wimby, did anybody catch that game? They played also earlier. It was another, I think. The Spurs got blasted. Okay, it was their second game. It was their second game against each other in like three nights, but okay. Yeah, they got beat by like 30. Wow. Okay. Well, we, I guess we have to come back and look at the Spurs and Wimby and see what we think of them because people started to jump in the gun quick like, hey, well, not everybody, but I heard a few people tell me that the Spurs are going to be a playoff team again this year. That may be too soon, a little too soon. They're getting smoked. They 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 won some games against Phoenix miraculously or whatever, but they've gotten smoked by 40, 20, 21, and just another 30. Yeah, they are very much uh, trusting the process. There you go. Nothing wrong with trusting the process. Uh, what do y'all think about um, Maxi going off for 50 on Sunday? I mean, uh, Monday. 54, and uh, the Sixers being so much better without James Harden. What a surprise. I was about to say, it's just, it's just miraculous how teams and players get better when Harden leaves. Yeah, and how teams get worse when he arrives. Absolutely. Because the Clippers are ass right now with him, and I don't know why he's starting. I don't know why, why Lou is putting Harden, Westbrook on the floor at the same time. I, I just don't. Lou is better than this. He's a good coach. Um... Leave it to Harden to mess stuff up. Leave it to Harden to mess stuff up, man. Man. All right, guys. Well, what do you all have? I mean, like, week 10, it was a crazy long week. The Raiders are, the Raiders aren't that bad. The Broncos, look at them. All of these teams that got out the slow starts are now trying to get it going. Is it a little too, a little too late? Yeah, probably so. But um, they're going to spoil some teams, though, season, it looks like. it. if the Broncos keep doing what they're doing. This is the, this is the defense that I thought that I expected to see. Russell is starting to get back somewhat in form. He's moving and scrambling a little bit in, in and out of the pocket more. I mean, hey, yeah, Russell has more touchdowns already now than he did all last season. Wow, and he still got seven, eight weeks left. That's good. That's good. That's look. It seems like this is all Russell Wilson's fault because from what I've been hearing is that everything that they did last year with Nathaniel Hackett, it was Russell Wilson's idea. He wanted to get away from what he did in Seattle. And Sean Payton has finally said, hey, bro, I know this ain't what you want, but this is what you're good at. This is what fits you. Let's get back to some of that. And they've thrown that back in the offense. Here we go, three straight wins. They just did this a month too late. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Season's not they, over. They, they still have a chance. They still have a chance. I have, I have very much to do with things happening. Hey, that in, that in the hunt. That in the hunt list in the AFC is ridiculously long. 
So yeah, there's no and, and to be able to beat Mahomes and Josh Allen, and I know that Josh Allen is you know having some different issues over there. Yeah, but there's not a lot of there's not a lot of teams over the last three or four years that can say that. Not in back to back weeks. I think Cincinnati, uh, Joe Burrow is the only team that can say that. I don't know, guys. This I gotta, I gotta y'all, I, 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 all of these guys getting knowing, knowing the haters that y'all are. I know what the answer is going to be. Especially considering the things that I've heard on this episode today. But who wins the Super Bowl rematch next week? Chiefs at Eagles, Monday Night Football. Man, look, I think the Eagles, um, here's my thing. Honest, I'm going to get an honest opinion. The Eagles okay. should win, The Eagles should win that game. Because I think even though the Eagles secondary is, is, is not that good or kind of trash, guess what? The Chiefs? The Chiefs ain't got no wide receivers. They don't have an offense really outside of Kelsey. So that eliminates that that one X factor. I mean, that one red flag that you all may have. Your offense is good enough for that Chief defense, even though the Chief defense is good. Your offense can definitely get yards and points when needed against that defense. So, yeah, the Eagles are the better team right now. The only reason why I think the Chiefs will win is just because they always do. That's just what they do. Next week, if the Chiefs beat the Eagles, I think both teams are eight and two. So that's that's the only reason why I'm going with the Chiefs. I do not think they're better than you all, though, Nick. Uh, Sorry, they're better than us, but you think they're gonna win? Okay, gotcha. Well, you know why I think they're gonna win. I don't think it's real. I wish you. Okay, cool. Chance, what you got? Listen, I'm just saying you're the best team. I, I can see this game going either way, and there's no reason that people think. Like I think the Chiefs, like Jarvis alluded to, the Chiefs' defense is really good, and it's and it's going to be mm-hmm. definitely good enough to slow the Eagles down. The Eagles should be able. To, well, the Eagles' defense should be okay because the Chiefs don't have great receivers. So I think that's kind of a, a, a balancing act, and I think it's just going to come down to who has the ball last. And in games like that, you typically could just go with Mahomes. It's it's a, it's a pretty safe bet to go with Mahomes in, a, yeah. in, in what you think will be a close game. Yeah, I think Nick. I don't think Nick can argue with you on that part, even though it's his team. But hey, man, oh, he's he'll find a way. Oh, he's not. Way. He's not so, betting against Mahomes. This is what I'm gonna tell you. I don't think it's gonna come down to the last possession. Okay. Okay. I, I think it's gonna be over. Well before that. It actually should be Nick. I'm not gonna lie to I'm, you. I'm a, I'm going to tell you why, for a couple of reasons. And most of them really have to do with our defense, to be perfectly honest. The one thing, and I'm not making an excuse for the Super Bowl or whatever, we lost, we played on the same field, whatever. But the one thing that came out of that Super Bowl that irked me really, even more so than the, the holding call or whatever at the end of the game, was that our players were pretty consistently saying, we're having a problem getting our grip in the field and being able to pass rush the way that we normally do. Again, not saying it as an excuse to why we lost. What I'm saying is that I would expect that we won't have that issue come Monday night on our own home field. And so, therefore, our, our pass rush will be able to make, make an impact. And then number two, because they don't have the threats on the back end, on, on the outside, uh, anybody that we're worried about really beating us downfield or you know beating us with their routes, whatever the case is, other than obviously Travis Kelsey, um, I, I think I think this game I think it's going to be we, it better be a double digit win. 
I would say we would say take Eagles minus nine and a half. You know what's so ironic about that? For so long, and you know, we, we're all old enough to remember uh, the vet, veteran stadium. Yep. Oh, yeah. Some of the worst conditions out of any stadium in the history of the game. Yeah. But here we go, an Eagles fan complaining about field conditions because his players were sliding. I take that. That's fine. Y'all, the veteran stadium was so bad. Y'all literally ended Michael Irvin's career because the state, the, the, the turf was so terrible. And, and applauded it while we did it. Yeah. And applauded it while he was being stone cold out there. <clears throat> and didn't feel bad about it, do it, about it either. And, and, and still don't. And nope. still don't. They still shoot for that the freaking neck. I wasn't a part of it at that time. I will say that. Good old feeling. Yeah, they had to come angle that man out of there, man. And y'all, y'all cheer for it because your feel was so terrible. Oh, no. And the yeah. crazy part is, y'all did it on purpose. Well, they purposely made that stadium bad. And then they wanted to celebrate when people came in and couldn't play on it. Now, now the Giants oh. are doing it. But here, Well, the Giants need all the help they can get. Uh yeah. <laughs> But here we go now. It's oh, the field was bad. We were sliding. Yep, it's true. It's not an excuse. That, 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 hey, that, that field, that field, that made Hurts fumble. Hurts made Hurts fumble, and he might, and he might do it again because the Chiefs' defense is that good. Eagles minus nine and a half. That's my hot take. What is the line on that game? I'm curious now. One. It's probably so. <laughs> right, it's probably one. <laughs> I'm sure the Eagles are probably favored by like three because they're at home. Oh, we are not at home. It's in Kansas City. Oh, the Kansas City is going to be favored by probably like two and a half. Or something. That's exactly what it is. Kansas City, two and a half. Well, <clears throat> yeah, you know what that means. But wait, man. It- yeah, that's right, because I saw that. It's the first game of the year that we're not favored. Oh, really? Well, it'll be a great game. It's Monday Night Football. Well, you gotta wait. You gotta watch all the games on Sunday and wait till Monday to get. It's it's gonna be rough on you, Nick, because it's gonna seem like it's gonna take forever from Monday night to get here. But it's gonna be a great game once it arrives. We'll get to see another good game because I actually thought the Bronco Bill game was, you know, pretty interesting uh, to say the least. And it, no, most people didn't think it was. It looked like, yeah, I don't want to watch this. But I thought about it, and then I heard somebody say during pregame that the Broncos had lost, guess what, seven straight Monday night football games. I knew then, ah, Denver's going to win this game. I knew it, and they won that game. And I didn't care how they won, I just knew they were going to win. And if if um, the Milwaukee Bucks would have just covered last night, I would have got them back-to-back nights. And they pulled the plug and said, oh, no, Jarvis, you're not going to get us two days in a row. The Bucks, I, the Bucks were favored to win nine and a half on the spread, and they won by nine. If that doesn't tell Get people, here, I'm not bullshitting. I'll send you. The, I'll send you the ticket. If that doesn't tell you that it is scripted, come on. And that's what I think all of the the Bosey headsets on the NFL, and when they're calling plays and they're saying certain things, no, they're saying, "Hey, LeBron, you got to miss this free throw," or, well, not say that he misses free throws pretty easily. Um, they ain't got to tell him to miss. 
Yeah, they ain't got a 10 to miss it. But you know what I mean. Like, hey, Steph, miss the free throw. You know, like, they got you at 30 plus. I need you to stay right there at 29, bro. You know, like, or why is he going to the bench? Why is he going out to the get out of the game right now? It's still a minute. This is what they do. I almost hit him again. And, boy, it was going to be sweet. But, no, not the nine and a half. Uh, anyway, that's just what they do. That's how they do it. It's all good. Um, I know how this thing works. You just got to get lucky. You just got to be on the lucky side of it. And I wasn't on, on last night. That was crazy, though. Uh, so, anyway, the NFL, we talked about the NFL Week 10. Week 11 is coming up. The Chiefs and the Eagles is going to be the game of the week. They're saving it for last. I don't know who else is playing, but I'm sure it's not bigger than the Eagles and the Chiefs. Super Bowl rematch. A lot of people think it's another Super Bowl preview because we're going to see it again. I, I, I wasn't really, really trying to debate that with anybody a few months ago, but I don't think that's going to happen. Again, uh... Ladies and gentlemen, I said the Niners and Dolphins. I got to stand on that. That's my Super Bowl pick. I know the Dolphins don't look like they can make the Super Bowl. But I just had this thing, this theory on how Shanahan is going to beat one of his former coaches, one of his former assistants, and make it a little easier for him to get there to the Super Bowl. And, you know, that might not happen. But um, I, I'm fine with him beating John Harbaugh, too, if that's what happens. You know, if, if, if we play the Ravens. The 49ers and the Ravens, just for the people who listen for me, when I give the gematria riddles and, you know, tips, I just want to say, if you don't listen, remember again what I tell you about the seven games. A lot of these streaks usually end at seven. Sometimes they'll cut it off at six, but for the most part, it's seven. Y'all, I know y'all have heard me say that millions of times on this show. It works for the betters, for the gamblers that's listening. It works. Uh, when you hear somebody complain, a player um, complaining about not enough coaching, I mean, not enough reps, not enough catches, not enough uh, uh, minutes, you know, whatever sport we're talking about. Look for them to do everything that they're complaining about that they weren't doing. They're going to turn it around. I just heard um, a few weeks ago, C.D. Lamb was very frustrated. C.D. Lamb has been snapping every week since he was frustrated, since he came out and said that. Um, you've got Devontae Adams talking about how he was like, this ain't it, you know, blah, blah, blah. They've won ever since he said that shit. Pay attention when you're making your bets. Don't just look at this stuff and just act like nothing, like you didn't hear it, you didn't see it. It can help you win a little something. Nobody's getting rich off of this shit. They make sure of that every night. But somebody also has to win, too. And these are the things that you should look for. I just heard a report earlier today where Zion Williamson said that I'm trying to trust the process here. They kind of doing something different with me this year. I'm kind of not the, you know, like the, he's not the head piece. He's not the very, the head of the table of the offense. He's not the focal point of the offense. Yeah, he's kind of being pushed to the back. But if I'm a team player. I'll see how it goes. I'll see where this goes, but I ain't really feeling it. That's what Zion just said. And the same day I heard it, Nick tells me they just, Blew somebody out by 30. The Mavericks, a good team. Well, at least, at least this year the Mavericks have been good. Look what the Pelicans did. The day after he said, I ain't feeling this shit, but I'll give it a try. Pay attention to stuff like that. I just thought I would bring that up, guys. Some people are saying, whatever, Jarvis. This guy's really off his rocker. But I'm telling you, I probably win more bets than you for the ones who don't listen. That's all I can say. I win. Um, not a lot. I lose a lot, too. Don't get me wrong. But I penny pinch him to death. 
You know, I, I probably won the most $500, $600 parlays in the world, you know, off of $50, $25. I'm not the one that's going to hit fifteen grand. That ain't me. Um, I just I ain't going to get that lucky on no 15, 13 leg parlay. But I'm telling you, a little five, six leg parlay, I'm damn near the king on it. Listen to these games and what they're saying and what they're doing. Seven straight losses. Oh, they're going to win tonight. That's what the Broncos did. Uh, uh, three game, three, pay attention to the number three. If somebody's on a three game skid, they're going to win. If they won three straight, they're going to lose. Pay attention to that stuff. They have to make it a little balance. So, like, teams can't lose every week. Use your common sense. You know, like, I know that the Texans are, we don't know what the Texans are, but they're playing the Bengals. So, yeah, the Bengals are going to win. No, they're not. I knew the Texans were going to win that game. So I'm just trying to help people out a little bit with the gambling. Everybody always looks. Me. Everybody looks out at it out the day after because I just I've did this before for two years. And you're not gonna listen to me. <laughs> you know you're just not gonna listen. I still, I still wish you told me. Okay, I got you. All I'm saying is some of the things that you think is a no-brainer. That's when you should stop and change your mind with that. You know, with that with that ticket with that parlay because that's probably what's gonna happen. Um, give me a game right now that you that like. Give me a game right now for week 11, either one of you, and just whatever game it is that just jumps off the screen like that's a that's a uh, that's a sure bet. It's a it's a it's a sure win, even though we know there's no such thing in that in betting. But if you could find one game where it's like, all right, that one's right there is a sure, like the Giants and the Cowboys this past week. If you see something like that, let me know. But sometimes, sometimes I see one that bad. Um, I see y'all playing the Bucks. I see Lions playing the Bears. I see Dolphins playing the Raiders. Not a lot of good games this week. Okay. The Lions and the Bears. The Lions and the Bears. That one could be tricky. I'm not telling nobody what to do. I'm just saying. I heard Justin Fields was going to be back for this one. You put Justin Fields back and put him in the Dome... They may not beat the Lions, but they may cover the points. Just stuff like that you just got to pay attention to. If you think it's not going to happen, it probably is going to happen. That's just how they do it sometimes. That's just, that's just how thought, it is. I thought you were going to say that. thought you were going to say that Dolphins and Raiders. No, I'm not touching that just yet. Uh, well, let me see. The Raiders have won two straight. They may win three straight. They actually could Raiders do it. Won, Raiders have won two straight. They could. I think it's coming off a bye. They didn't, play, they didn't play this week, did they? Who? The Dolph- no, the Dolphins had a bye. The week, yeah, the Dolphins are coming off of a bye, and they're at home. Yeah. I think the and Raiders. The back back. Yeah, the, the Raiders will probably get pushed back to reality a little bit this week. But again, it's a good feel story though right now for the Raiders. That may be enough for right now, so that's why I didn't say them. But you'll see. I'm not saying the Bears will beat the Lions, but it's gonna be one of those games where it's like, what? It could be the Niners and the Buccaneers. I just doubt it because of my riddle and the theory that I have on what the Niners are going to be by the end of the year. That's all I'm saying. The, the Ravens are going to lose Thursday night, Terrence. They're probably going to lose again Thursday night. It's no big deal. No big deal. You're going further than the Bengals, I think, this year. That's just my opinion from what I think. The Super Bowl stuff, y'all got to follow the Great Debate Show. I'll have that video up. There's a video that went viral a, a few weeks ago where – Every the past three or four Super Bowls, 
you can look at the teams that played in those Super Bowls and the Super Bowl theme, the color or whatever for it, it, it is exactly the team colors of the teams that made it to that Super Bowl. The Rams and Bengals, look at the Super Bowl um, logo. It is the Bengals and the Rams colors. Um, also, the Rams and the Warriors won the championship the same year. They wore the same colors, the yellow and blue, um, which is also the same colors as the... Um, the um, What's the country again? Um, uh, Ukraine. Ukraine. Uh, all of that was tied in together. Just stuff like that you just got to pay attention to. The Eagles and Chiefs last year in the Super Bowl. Look at the look at the Super Bowl stuff. The color was all green, and there was a little bit of red. And the Chiefs won. And the teams, it seems, for the past two, three Super Bowls, the team that has the least amount of colors, that's the team that actually wins the Super Bowl. And if you look at the new one, it's red and purple. It could be the Chiefs and the Vikings, but I think that's the Ravens and the Niners. And Terrence, I got to say, it's a lot of purple on that bitch. It's a lot of purple. Take that how you want to take it. I just thought I would just try to, you know, give my, um, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. But I just thought I'd give a little bit of advice. Something that, some of the things that I picked up on that I've learned and I've caught. And like, oh, that worked. Even when I lose a, a parlay. I catch what I lost and how I lost, and it's like, oh, that's how they did it. And I come back, and I may get them the next time or two. So, anyway, uh, just trying to get everybody some money, a little money. And if it works, if any of that works that I, you know, where I gave you some tips, you know, hey, again, Jarvis4949 is the cash app. Of course, the dollar sign goes in front of it if you want to be generous and holler at your boy, you know, <laughs> with your appreciation. Uh, guys, that's all I've got, though, man. It's been a great show. Basketball season is back, and I mean, it is. Uh, it looks like the people that got ejected has just really gotten the Warriors turned because it looks like they're about to blow the uh, Timberwolves out now. Um, so I may be fine anyway. I got to check. But anyway. You must, you must be a decent bit ahead of me. I got the, I got the Warriors of 22-17 uh, by the minute to go on the first. Make that 25-17. Gary Payton just hit a three. Nah, I got them up thirty to nineteen, and it's like sixteen seconds left in the first. Yeah, you ahead. Yeah. I mean, my stream, my stream is very illegal, so. Okay, what well, is it? There it is. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. All right, uh, Terrence, Nick, what, what, what y'all got? What did we leave out, or what did we miss? That was, that was, that was, you know, kind of key to what's going on around the league or any sport right now, any league. We, we I don't know we missed a whole lot. I, I'm watching Terrence's favorite shooting guard go to work over here. Or not go to work. James uh, Harden. <laughs> James Harden. Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, Carl Anthony Towns. I'm watching Terrence's favorite shooting guard go to work over here. Or not go to work. Who was that? Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, it's been a great show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What you said, man? What you said? Uh, Ooh, man. I was about to the say, I, guard. I thought Westbrook and Reggie Jackson were about to get into one, too. All right, so anyway, yeah, NBA action going on. We got the Lakers and the uh, Grizzlies a little later. Don't know if AD. And LeBron is going to play or not? Uh, what a surprise! You've got um, mm-hmm. got the the Denver and Clippers right now. I'm watching. Um, I don't know, guys. I'm looking good. Though I got to check some stuff here. I don't know all the games and how they ended though. But uh, 
Did Brooklyn win? Anybody know if Brooklyn won? They had a. Uh, I do not know. Okay. Uh, yeah, NBA. A lot of good NBA action, though. It's good to have all the games, something to watch. Um, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. We, we, we've got football, basketball, or something. Everything is back now. And uh, so, week 11, man, guys, the football season is almost. It seemed like it just got started, and now here we are about to eat turkey and shit. And, you know, about to, you know, start putting up Christmas trees and shit. Like, damn. It seemed like it was just Labor Day. And now, here we go. Ten weeks gone. Week 11 coming up. It starts with the with uh, Terrence's Ravens against the Bengals. So, I guess we can end the show like that, Terrence. Who wins that game on Thursday night? This is huge for the both of you coming off of losses. It's, it's, it's huge. Uh, and probably the best game we're going to see I'm this year go, on Thursday I'm night. I'm going to go with my Ravens for the reasons I said earlier. Yeah. I really love their pass rush. It's the collective unit, which yeah. sometimes that's the most dangerous. You don't know who to block. Um, and the offense seems to be coming alive. The, those, to me, are formulas that, that can, can definitely carry you to a championship, a good pass rush, and an explosive offense. Uh, I saw the Colts do it for years. And if they get that, typically what's supposed to happen is they get ahead and then now you got to pass a lot and pass rush tees off on you. Yeah. Uh, but for God's sakes, let's just not blow a lead, please. Right. Would you say that um, is this your first time playing Cincinnati this year, or is this the second? You going for the sweep? Second. So you're going for the sweep. They'll do it. They can do it. Okay. Me? I, won't, I, won't, I won't say piece of cake. Though. I got too much respect for. Uh, no, the, don't the you do that. Teams, yeah, so no, nah, don't you do that. Don't do that. <clears throat> well, how, do, how do you see it going, Nick? Thursday night. Burrow. You got Burrow? That guy. I'm taking him. Okay. Is Higgins going to be back? Uh, They said doubtful. Uh, so they don't think he'll be, be back off the hamstring. But mm. I think I think Tyler Boyd is going to be looking to redeem himself. He he definitely dropped the ball game uh, in that game on uh, on Sunday. So I, I think I think Bengals. Okay. Tyler Boyd over 100 yards. Okay. Um. Well, I've already kind of said who's going to win that game, so I don't have to break it down. I've said why I think the Ravens are slightly a better team, though. But, again, if if my theory is right about the Ravens and 49ers, and, again, I, I stand on the Dolphins and Niners. Y'all, I told y'all, though, I'm looking at the colors and everything, and the, there's a lot of stuff I can tell you about Ray Allen's son's death and a whole lot of stuff with Edgar Allen Poe and a lot of stuff that goes with – this is the 104th season of the NFL, and 104 in reverse is 410, and 410 is the area code of Baltimore. It's just so many things I could throw at you to explain why the Ravens are probably going to be in the Super Bowl. So because of that, the Ravens are going on a bye week finally. I didn't know this. You had not been on a bye week yet, right? After this Thursday night game, you're going to bye, correct? Yep. That's the storyline. What are the Ravens going to do? They've lost two straight going into the bye. The Niners lost three straight going into the bye. If it's going to be the Niners and the Ravens, y'all losing Thursday night. It's okay. Would you rather take this loss now and the Super Bowl later or win now and get kicked out of the wild card game? Right. I know you don't believe it. You're going to lose Thursday night. Remember I said it. It's okay. I got you. You're going on the bye. You're going to come back 7-4 and four and going to blow the roof off that bitch. Watch what I tell you now. Hell, it may be a different OC. Who knows? They may do that again. 
Who knows? But uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Or that'll be the reason why they don't win the Super Bowl because, damn, he just didn't let go of that OC. But you just hired him, though, so he's supposed to be. Yeah, he ain't going anywhere. He's supposed to be so much better. We'll we'll, we'll see. Um, I still think the talent isn't that good, though, offensively. I think they've got some speed. I think when Lamar does what he does and he extends plays, then these guys are opening stride and they're in their second or third route. And, yeah, now they can make some stuff happen and they're gone. But just timing, drop back, I'm going to throw it, you're going to be open, you're going to be – that don't work all the time for Baltimore. Lamar has to do what he does to get that stuff cooking. That's just what it is. And so I think a lot of it is just they're not that talented. And OBJ ain't the same OBJ. Let's just be real. Yeah, he getting in the end zone or whatever finally, but that ain't what – I don't know what anybody expected that to be. The only thing I was wrong about is that he's still playing. Now, he has been injured. But he's, he's playing. Got to give him credit. But he ain't tearing it up or anything like that. So, but hey, man. We'll see. <laughs> and he made it. <laughs> of course he did. He got a nice quick release, too, on 2K. I swear, you don't hardly miss with him, though. <laughs> it just, but he'll miss under that rim. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it. I'm done. Uh, Thursday Night Football, Ravens, Bengals. This Probably no, not probably. This is this should be the best game. It looks like the best game Thursday night has had all year because it's been pretty damn rough. So finally, they wait till week eleven to give us something to see, and they're coming off of ales. So this is going to be very interesting to see how this goes. Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, I can't wait. I think it's going to be good. And uh, good luck to you, T. Nick, Monday night. Good luck to you too. You in the week eleven? Turn starts week eleven, and my team. Well, they're not going to say much about us this week. We're playing the Buccaneers. And if we do beat them like we should, nobody's going to. That's nothing to talk about. It's the Buccaneers. Although the Buccaneers aren't bad. But, you know, we'll see. We're back at home. We should have just stayed down there. That's how dirty they've done us this year, guys, with the schedule. We've did more traveling than anybody, I believe. And they just had us play Jacksonville in Florida. And they're letting us go all the way back home to play another Florida team. We could have just stayed down there and played Tampa Bay in Tampa. I don't know how they would have switched that up. But that should have been a road game, not a home game. Uh, I would have been fine with them just keeping their head right there in northern Florida. But anyway, there were a lot of Niner fans in Jacksonville. I hope they enjoyed themselves in Duval County. I know they enjoyed the game. Does anybody have anything to say about Jacksonville before we get out of here? Are, are they still what you thought they were or? They just ran into the Niners, or a lot of people don't think the Niners I mean, are that good anymore either. So that's why I'm asking. They'll make the playoffs, but they're just they're just average. Oh, okay, okay. They're just average. Nick, you agree? Are the Jaguars just average? Okay. Um. Well, basically, Nick Terry just said we didn't beat anybody on Sunday. Basically, um. But but again, now this is a team that won five straight. Jacksonville won five straight. That's got to stand mean something. But, yeah, I just wondered what y'all thought about the Jaguars because nobody's really said they got beat beat down 34-3. And that was um, that's our most convincing win since the Dallas game. Um, but we kind of beat them like we beat the Steelers week one. And uh, for a team to be five and two, for a team that people was putting in the top five of, their, of the five best teams in the league just before last week, I'm surprised nobody's – you know, saying anything. I'm not saying jump off the wagon, but I don't know. Is that more of the 49ers being back 
in their form, or is it more of the Jaguars not what people thought they were? That's what that's what I was asking Nick. That's what I was asking Terrence. Terrence gave his answer. Can you can you hear me now, Nick? To give me yours. Yeah, yeah I, I can hear you now. Okay, yeah, I was trying to style to you. Okay, the Jags. What do you think about the Jags? Real quick, just. I, I expected the Jags to get drugged in that game. They're perfectly honest. I, I you know y'all coming off a three-game losing streak, coming off the bye. I, I wasn't really surprised that they got beat in that game. Um, that being said, the, the Texans are a real threat to them. I, I thought the Jags had that division on lock going into it this season. Uh, okay, I got you. Makes sense. Uh, the, the Texans do look like they can. They lost me again. Okay. What's going on with this thing? Okay. Yeah. I hear, okay. Hear you again. Now you're back. But yeah, the, the Texans they they definitely look like they could take the Jag spot. So basically, basically, you think the the Texans probably could do what the Jags did last year? Can you hear me? I hear you now. Yeah, we hear you. So Nick, it sounds like you're saying the Texans are going to do what the Jags did last year. You know, that like the Jags just came and passed the Titans and they took the division. You think the Texans are going to do that to the Jags? Their quarterback's a rookie. He came in from jumping. He's ready to roll. What it looks like. He's looking good, man. Matt, um, D'Amico Ryan and uh, C.J. Stroud for Rookies of the Year in their um, respective positions. Seriously. All right, guys. So yep. that's it. We're done. Uh, seriously, this time. Um, just wanted to just go over as much as we could before Saturday's episode where we will break down and debate. Top 25 wide receivers for real this time. This is this is uh, all week homework this is like this homework really lasts all week because it's a lot to do it's a lot to figure out looking at these stats looking at this person oh they did this against this level of competition he did this against that it's all about how you see it how you view it don't shoot us we're just giving our list no everybody's not going to agree with it but the top 12 i don't think anybody would probably you know disagree with it's the last 12 13 how we, you know, because there's so many people that probably should be in, and then there's some that's not going to make it. So, Saturday, Terrence Smith, Nick Ely, myself, Jarvis Jeffries, will give our own top 25 wide receiver list. We will try to break it down and go through it as fast as we can. But mainly, you know, like, we're going to debate each other's list. We're going to see, like, what where we stand, who's got the better list. If we can figure that out, or we'll let you all decide that, the people who are listening. And watching. How do you watch us? You watch us on YouTube. We're also on there. And uh, we're available wherever you get your podcast. And TikTok, social media. TikTok, Facebook, Instagram is where you can catch our reels and, you know, clips from these new episodes here at The Great Debate Show to give you uh, a little dose of what you're missing. And uh, share, like, and share with these episodes to any and everyone that you know that loves and listens to sports. Our time is up. We'll be back on Saturday, and it will be a great one. I promise you that because, man, it's some good receivers of all time that's been in this league. It really has. And this is not this is not going to be easy at all. And I guess next week we'll come back with the top five tight ends, and there's just so much more to go from there. Uh, another one that somebody was telling me about uh, was um, uh, top top uh, – Top ten, uh, top ten MCs of all time. That's gonna be rough. That's gonna be real rough because the debate that I had with somebody, guys, was 
some of the people that's in our top fives now, and I mean people like like my generation, closer to my age, when are we going to start taking some of those rappers out and putting in some of the rappers of today? Or, or, or maybe even, I don't know what era J. Cole is. He's a little bit of this era, and he came in, though, back in like 09 or something. So him and Drake, they kind of were on both, you know, eras, the be- the end of that era and the beginning of this one. So I don't know where you were, where you want them at, but like some people think that Drake and J. Cole should be in the top 10. But if that's the case, are you willing to take a Jay-Z or a Nas out of yours? Or are you willing to take somebody who was in the bottom top 10, like a DMX or a T.I.? Or I don't know who's in it. I don't know who's in it. I'm just saying, like, this ain't going to be easy. It's just not. And at some point, the guy was telling me, like, as much as you like Biggie, he had two albums. At some point, when does he fall out of your top five? You know? Because this guy has did this much, and he's got this catalog this big, and he's got this many Billboard 100s and all that stuff. So it got real interesting, and I was like, man, he got a point, though. He got a point. And I know B would probably be rolling over his grave if I took him out of my top five, but he's got a point. So we got to get to that, and we can't wait to do it. So many great debates on the Great Debate Show. Um, but in the football season, we have to give you these, you know, we have to keep you up to date with these storylines because, man, y'all know the NFL is a soap opera. It's always a lot of juicy drama going on. Um, Ravens 49ers. I think that's going to be it right there. Super Bowl 58. But y'all didn't hear that from me. Y'all have a great week. The rest of your week, that is. And we will be back on the weekend. And we will be live. I don't know on which one yet. But we're going to have to go live with this probably. We definitely want to see the public and get them to chime in. Everybody's going to have an opinion. Everybody's going to shit on me on where I'm going to have T.O. I don't give a damn. Y'all, y'all got to see this. It's, you, you know I'm going to be on your ass. It's going to be. Oh, it's, it's going to be. It's going to be off the chain, y'all, for real. Uh, that's it. That's all we got. Me and Nick going to go in with the Megatron thing. I know it. I'm ready for it, though. I can't wait to hear what Terrence has got because Terrence ain't gave us nothing. Like, we ain't surprise, got Surprise, surprise. Yeah, we don't know nothing on what he got. Nothing. Uh, but I know he likes Anquan Bowden just as much as I do. So I can't wait to Antoine see if he makes the cut. Is number five all time. <laughs> oh, come on now. Did he, he say? Did, did he say Randall Lale? Did he say Randall Lale? He did. I did. That's the first <laughs> thing that came to mind. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking Anquan Bowden, and this man said Randall Antoine Randall Uh Hines Ward. Me and Nick, we 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 got into it about Hines Ward. Who makes the top 25? It ain't Heinz Ward. But I'm just saying, we, we did discuss that for a minute, though. This is going to be good. I can't wait for it. Guys, that's it. For real this time. Y'all have a great week, and we are out until Saturday. Y'all be safe and peace. Peace out, guys. Get up.